This is the See Jason podcast. I'm Alison Tong from the University of Sydney. The past couple of decades have seen a paradigm shift towards patient-centred care. This isn't just a buzzword, it's permeating research, practice and policy across medical disciplines, including nephrology. Our study published this month in CJSON addresses this very topic from the perspective of nephrologists, how they define and apply patient-centred outcomes in the context of hemodialysis. Patient-centred care is about providing care that is respectful of and responsive to the patient's preferences, needs and goals, and ensuring that their values guide all clinical decisions. More specifically, patient-centred outcomes are those that are meaningful and important to patients and caregivers. For example, having energy to do daily activities, being able to work, travel and being free from pain. In principle, this all sounds well-intentioned, a worthy goal, but there's some uncertainty and some challenges. Measuring patient-centred outcomes and implementing patient-centred care in practice is not actually that straightforward. This may be because of a mismatch between patient priorities and what is clinically recommended, a tension between what the patient wants and what the doctor advises, or a lack of evidence about what outcomes are important to patients and the interventions to improve them. Regulatory, organisational and resource constraints may also form barriers to improving patient-centred outcomes. Achieving patient-centredness is very relevant but arguably more challenging in patients on haemodialysis. They're at a much higher risk of life-threatening complications, death, and they have worse quality of life compared with the general population. Hemodialysis, although life-saving, is highly intrusive and imposes an enormous burden on patients. On top of that, patients have to take multiple medications and make drastic lifestyle changes. Research shows that the top priorities for patients include dialysis free time, ability to travel, fatigue, ability to work, impact on family, mobility, pain and depression, which can be challenging to address in clinical practice. So to understand how nephrologists define and implement patient-centred outcomes, we conducted face-to-face semi-structured interviews with 58 nephrologists from 27 dialysis facilities. Participants from nine countries were involved, including the United States, United Kingdom, Australia, Austria, Belgium, Canada, Germany, Singapore and New Zealand. From these data, we identified five themes that reflected a diversity of opinion. Some nephrologists believe that patient-centred outcomes should be explicitly prioritised by patients according to their preferences and goals and to support shared decision-making. They thought optimising well-being was achieved by respecting patient choice and addressing specific symptoms and outcomes that were perceptible to patients like pain and fatigue, as well as outcomes that were relevant and consequential to the patient, for example, infection. But comprehending the extensive heterogeneity of outcomes was challenging. Nephrologists felt that it was difficult to choose which outcomes to target as it was highly individualised and multifaceted. Some expected that dealing with patient-centred outcomes would expand their scope of responsibility to address aspects peripheral to hemodialysis, such as transport, ability to travel, and financial impact, to which some believed were, quote, beyond their sphere of influence. Some felt clinically hamstrung as hemodialysis was, as one nephrologist described it, quote, a form of biological stunning, and efforts to make a difference in the patient's lives had seemed futile given the lack of effective interventions for improving quality of life. 
Some regarded patient-centered outcomes as difficult to measure and interpret and urged for feasible and validated measures to quantify patients' values and priorities. Others noted that the prevailing focus on traditional biochemical markers like phosphate and hemoglobin and technical procedures like vascular access often took priority and this hampered efforts to deliver patient-centered care. The findings suggest the need to identify outcomes that are of critical importance to patients, to establish validated and feasible ways to measure outcomes that are meaningful to patients, and to develop and evaluate interventions for improving patient-centered outcomes in hemodialysis. I would like to acknowledge all the nephrologists who gave their time and effort to participate in our study and the Australian National Health and Medical Research Council for supporting this research. Thanks for listening. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology, all rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency or for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the American Society of Nephrology. Thank you.